back to project today, everyone. First off, I want to say so sorry for my audio. I'm actually recording this in a very, very unconventional way. My microphone is still broken, and I'm using an AirPod right now as a microphone. Isn't that crazy? Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> can you see me through the screen? On what FaceTime, boys? Yeah, like, I can see you. I'm using the oh, end of my what AirPod the heck? to record oh. right now. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I was so confused. Yeah. I thought you were holding... I thought you were using the microphone on a normal Apple no. headphones. No. Wait, that's so yeah. funny. Of, uh, he looks ridiculous. AirPod. It is ridiculous. It looks so... It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. What? <laughs> you literally have like an AirPod in your fist. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really sorry in advance if the audio on my end is terrible. <laughs> Wait, can you get up close to the camera so I can take a screenshot of this? It's the world's smallest... Oh my gosh, he oh, disappeared. He left. <laughs> Oh, he got he's kicked out. He got kicked out. All right. What's happening? While we're waiting for Oliver, oh, he's back. He's while we're back. waiting he's for back. Oliver to come back. Ah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <Okay. laughs> wow, that's wild. I love that. <laughs> Did I miss oh anything? <laughs> we were just freaking out that you left. But now that you're back, though, let's uh, roll the intro. This is the Project Today podcast. We believe in taking action towards our goals and dreams today. On this podcast, we document how we live by this philosophy and how we're putting it into action every single day. With each episode, we strive to hold each other accountable as we work towards our goals. And we want to build a community of people who are interested in the same ideas. With that said, it's time to begin on our project today. Okay, also guys, I want to start off with this. So, today was Dill's birthday. Um, And on Sunday... He turned 22 yesterday, but Sunday we had a big surprise party for him. He had no idea about it, so it was all a bunch of our friends from back home in Vail, and his siblings and some of us helped organize it. And I drove up from Denver. We surprised him. It was super great. Dil, you were you were pretty surprised, right? Very surprised. Yeah, I was not expecting it at all. Yeah, he had no idea it was coming, but I almost ruined it, Chase. I almost completely ruined it, the whole thing. You did? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, basically, we have this Snapchat group with some of our friends from back home. And I was at, the plan was to park at a, one of our friends' house, which is next to Dylan's house, but it's kind of up the road. So, that way, he wouldn't see our cars. So, we yeah. parked there, and we walked down to his house. Dylan was on a bike ride. So, while he was on his bike ride, he was with his dad. You know, he wasn't there. So we all snuck into his garage. We're all standing in his garage. And Rick, when Dylan's dad, when we get when we get home, uh, when he gets home, tells him to go in, you know, to the garage, open it up from the inside to put the bikes away. You know, not a weird request. Apparently, he says yeah, that every time, right, Completely Dylan? normal. Completely normal. And, um, yeah, so anyways, basically, Dylan comes in. We surprise him. But about five minutes beforehand, Realized that I had sent a Snapchat of my friend at his house to our group chat, which Dylan is in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and, god! And Dylan proceeds to respond back. He's like, "Ollie, where are you?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so then I'm freaking out. Everybody's like, "Oh no, we ruined it." He knows. He knows. And luckily, it worked out. He just thought for some reason Sean was in Denver or I was in Boulder. See, right, something it, like that. it was lucky because you sent a photo of the one person who it it kind of would have made sense that you guys weren't up yeah. here because yeah. it's the one person who who has an apartment yeah. in 
in Boulder, so not in not where we are. Like if you sent a photo of any of our other friends, I would have yeah. known you're up in the valley because because they're they're not going down to Denver. <laughs> but him, he's the only one where I was like, oh, maybe he's at his apartment in Boulder, and all of us in Boulder for some reason. Yeah, so I didn't like, think like much lucky. of it. I was like, I thought it was kind of weird, but I didn't really think much of it. I, I also was just just after the bike ride. Yeah, and I was talking to my dad and stuff, so I was didn't really care. Yeah. Yeah, but I, was I mean, it, it, we got very lucky, and yeah, he was, he was shocked. He said one of the most Dylan things ever. Um, it, when he when he walked through the door, like he was like, first off, he's like, "Whoa, what's going on? This is crazy!" And then he's like, "Where are all your cars? What's the logistics <laughs> behind all of this?" <laughs> <laughs> what a Dylan is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> that's where my brain immediately went. Like you know, those that's one of the situations. I, I think. David Dobrik and Jason Nash talked about this on their podcast sometime on Views some sometime recently. But that is one of the situations where anything you say is funny. Like yeah. anything I say right there, everyone will laugh. No matter That's what. That's true, yeah. It's and just like those situations because it's 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 kind of all on me to react, you know? And so once I react, I'm like, what the what is happening? That anything I say is funny. Yeah. It's just I, interesting. I just thought what you said was like so No, no, hard. yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but um I mean, that's what I wanted to know, you know, how did this how did this <laughs> that's happen? That's what I wanted Honestly, to know. <laughs> also, along with that, the the first place my brain went was like, "Wow, well, thanks for surprising me, everyone. Thanks for coming. Uh, see you later." Like I thought you guys were all going <laughs> to get leave. out of my house. <laughs> I didn't even, my brain didn't think that you were going to stay and we we're going to hang out and play spike ball and be outside. Yeah, yeah. I thought you all were going to leave and I was going to go take a shower. <laughs> That's where my brain first went when we were still in the garage after you surprised me. That's really me. funny. Yeah. 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 So we ended up having a good, a good day and played some spike ball and some volleyball and had some vegan pizza and some vegan cake and some pie. Heck yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. It was really great. It made me really just appreciate everyone and all our friends from home and my family and just made me re- really feel very grateful to have all of that yeah very yeah. very appreciative of all the people yeah that's so and funny. that was kind of the the theme as well just like my my whole birthday this the past two days and or my birthday yesterday but then the party the day before as well it's just like so appreciative of the people in my life and i uh, all my friends and just yeah appreciative that's what i would yeah. say gratitude so yeah you that's definitely have you've got a lot of good people in your life it's a good thing yeah some some guys sitting right across the facetime call for me oh, right yeah. here oh yeah oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a good birthday and i'm feeling 22 taylor yeah, swift wrote a song about my birthday she it's called just 22. your birthday yeah go mm-hmm. check it out if you haven't heard before yeah yeah taylor and i we go way back I think we have officially made that joke for every single one of our birthdays. Oh yeah, when we talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, don't worry about it. Don't listen to those other episodes. No, it's fine. This one's the only one that she matters it for me. Actually, don't listen to this one because my audio is so trash. So, uh. <laughs> that's would... so funny using the AirPod. Did you get the screenshot? Did you get? <laughs> oh yeah. Good. It's just the smallest microphone ever. It looks so <laughs> yeah, absurd. It's like one of the, it's like when Mr. Krabs plays the tiniest violin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're holding a pixel and that's just recording audio. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, the future we'll just be able to like have a chip in our hand and that'll basically be our cell phone and our recording device. That'll be 
all we have to do. Huh. That's my guess. Damn. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, see, on on Sunday, also, one of the best parts about the party was that even though I'm still, you know, fully in school and it's it's week seven, I have a lot going on. But I had finished all of my work on Sunday morning, right before going on the bike ride. And so luckily, the rest of that night, I mean, I, I had to do one small thing before bed. But otherwise, I didn't have anything hanging over me. I had two assignments due Sunday night. But luckily, I'd finished them both that morning. So I didn't have anything hanging over me during the party at all. Yeah, and of so course, much. it was a surprise. So I wasn't even planning that. My brain just inherently knew. But it was because I not discovered, but rediscovered this kind of productivity technique that I've uh, that on Saturday night, which then I did employed uh, Sunday morning and it worked very well. And I want to talk about it today for a little while with you guys. Uh, let's get into it. And uh, I know at least I know Chase that you've definitely heard of this because what, what inspired me to do it was, was I've um, I've finally been reading Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. I huh. I've heard a lot about it and and uh, yeah I've heard so and heard a bunch of interviews with Tim Ferriss, but I've never actually read this book. Should I just? So I'm finally reading this book, and it's amazing. Very well done. It is. And in one of the things that he was talking about is Parkinson's law, which is this idea that. Which I, I, I've, Oliver, you've probably heard this idea as well. It's this idea that work expands to fill the time that you give it. So if I have an assignment due maybe on a Tuesday evening and I'm, it's Tuesday at 12, at midday, midday. And I have assignment due at midnight. And maybe it'll take me about an hour and a half total if I would just sit down and work on it. But, you know, I maybe it's something I don't exactly want to do. And I don't have anything else to do today. I just have to do that before midnight. So there's a lot of time. And so maybe I'll, maybe I'll start it, do a little bit of work. I'll maybe make an outline for it. The, the, say it's a paper, a short paper you have to write. Maybe I'll make an outline, write down some points I'm interested in, and then oh, it's time for a break. I'll go do something else. Uh, yeah, I have I have so much time, right? I have twelve hours, so much time. And then I'll come back to it a little later, write more, maybe go away again, and then later come back to it and finish it. And it ends up that that assignment takes up so much time in within those twelve hours. Like it could be end up being six hours and not that's not even six hours of dedicated working on it that's just six hours where it's kind of in the back of my mind or in my mind somehow because i started it then made a little progress then took a break then a little progress and so that's that's the definition of work expanding to fill the time whereas in contrast if i find out i have that assignment if i i realize at 10 p.m oh my gosh i have an assignment due at midnight that i totally forgot about i can bang that out in an hour and a half, in two hours, easily. You know, I could get the same amount of work done easily. And suddenly, it was just, it happened in two hours, when instead, when I gave myself the whole day, it took six or seven. And so Tim Ferriss talks about this idea. And I 
I employed it on Sunday morning when I had maybe three or four big tasks that they weren't even that big, but they were just kind of annoying. You know, they're kind of the, the tasks on your to-do list for the week that you don't really want to do. And so I've been putting them off all week. Not, I mean, not necessarily putting them off like, yeah, putting them off by doing other work so that I could do the easier work, I guess. And then even this stuff wasn't too hard, but I was just would rather do other things. And so then I get to Sunday morning, I have these three or four hard tasks and I'm like, okay, this task, I'm giving myself 30 minutes. I'm going to get whatever I can done in 30 minutes and turn in whatever I have. So that made me be extremely focused and I got it all done and I got all of those tasks done within two hours in wow. using that strategy. So I started at maybe 10:15. I was done by 12:15. I went on the bike ride, came back, had that surprise party and I was done with all my work for the day. Whereas in other weekends, I had that same amount of work, that same work to do, even those same tasks. And it took me most of the day because I would you know, do that strategy of like kind of slowly working on it because I have so much time. So that, that is Parkinson's law in essence. And I want to apply that more. And that's, yeah, so that's really what I want to talk about for a bit. Have you guys used that before? Have you guys heard of that idea? And, or what, do you, what are your opinions and thoughts on that? Parkinson's law, like Dylan, when you said that you learned it from uh, four hour work week, I knew it was one of two things. It was either Pareto's principle, which is like probably my favorite thing that I learned from that book and really implemented, but also Parkinson's yeah. law. And that's, it's absolutely just like, it's one of those things where like you, you've kind of thought about it before in your life and you've wondered like why you were able to do an assignment in 12 hours. But when you like start working on it a week in advance, you can't do it that quickly, you know? It's yeah. like something that's always been there, but it's never had a name. So when I read the book, it was like, wow, that's, I know 100% what this is. Like I've dealt with this, even though I just didn't know what it was before. So that was one of the cool like things about it was realizing that it, it, this thing had a name and that it's something that a lot of people like talked about as kind of, like you said, a productivity technique. But I, yeah. I absolutely just, I, I enjoy like taking advantage of it. It feels really good to take advantage of this technique and actually have it work for you. Like, honestly, it's a really fun feeling to be like, all right, I'm going to get myself until like six. And then like you're rushing, you're rushing, you're rushing. And then it becomes six o'clock and you finished like just in time, like a couple minutes ahead of schedule. But instead of it being like the assignment due at six, it's like due the next day or something. That's been some of the, that's so fun to me. Like finishing at the, I have this deadline that I have to work for, but then like, boom, I actually don't need to have it done until tomorrow. That's like uplifting and it's super fun to actually take advantage of. And it just gets you thinking about like, honestly, which, what is more productive for you to like start working on things ahead of time, put them off until last minute or practicing doing your, doing this and giving yourself hard deadlines when you don't need the hard deadlines you know it's like there's there's mm -hmm. two viable paths forward once you've kind of learned about this principle and trying to take advantage of it and one of them just takes a lot more work than the other and you wonder if it's worth it but it's it's just something that takes a lot of time in practice yeah i i, I agree i i like uh, what chase said like I, when you were talking about a deal i i previously didn't know there was like a name for you know Parkinson's law, right? Or is that what it's called? Yeah, Parkinson's um, law, Parkinson's principle. Principle. Yeah, and I think that's very, very true. And I fall victim to doing that a lot, where I'll have an assignment due. It's literally the only thing I have to do, and I just 
I just, you know, just like, yeah, don't think about it as, as much. And I, I kind of draw it out and, uh, it's annoying. It's really, it's frustrating because it's like, this could have taken like 30 minutes to do, like you said, Dylan. and yeah. you end up wasting a whole day and sometimes multiple days and sometimes a week on it, you know? And, and like, yeah, I like that idea of what Chase said of just like setting a deadline and getting it done. I don't, I don't really implement it very much myself. And I think that I should do it more because I think it also goes with procrastination, right? Cause like it's yeah. kind of the, the, uh, almost the fixed procrastination in a sense, right? And how do you, how do you, uh, uh stop procrastinating? You, you use Parkinson's principle or law or whatever, and you, set yourself a deadline you do it and that amount of time that you allow yourself you get it done and then it's done and then you don't have to worry about it and then you don't procrastinate it so it's, i i like it a lot i i should probably implement it as well <laughs> yeah and i fully agree with what chase said and of course so like i as i said I, i've i've heard of this in the past and i've i've like done it in the past a little bit yeah. but it just then clicked again when reading Tim Ferriss's book, and I and I noticed just based on my actions recently on my computer, just the amount of time I've spent just sitting in front of my computer all day and getting a few things done, but then also spending a lot of time not getting things done. When I'm like, why didn't I spend more time with my family or do other things? And so we, what Chase was saying, though, and of course recently just had this one experience, but want to do this more. And but it's it is fun. It's fun to be able to do that, get it done, and then you yeah. don't have to worry about it all well, ever, ever again. Exactly. So rewarding. It's very rewarding. So highly recommend trying it. It's, it like, seems hard at first because just getting over that hump of getting yeah. started. Yeah. But then once you're you know in the zone a little bit, then it feels much better. Then you finish, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, I, um... Go ahead, Chase. Parkinson's law mixed with having an understanding your priorities really, really well leads to probably the most productive state of mind that in my opinion, like you can be in without really getting into like the productivity um, sphere and like actually studying that, you know, but actually like knowing what you prioritize and what you're going to put on your to-do list and in what order you need to do them. And then combining that with the understanding of Parkinson's law that's just so insanely productive. It, 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 that's literally the way to avoid procrastination, right? Those yeah. two things yeah. together, and that that it's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer that I wish I would have that I wish I would have known about in college. I think that's like a studying technique, like a studying hack that I wish I would have known. So that's something that that's there. But anyways, like those two things coupled together is really cool. And Parkinson's law also also helps you like see what you do prioritize, right? Because if you give yourself like five hours to do something and you set that hard deadline for yourself and you realize like that it's still a struggle to get through it because you're distracted all the time, like that is probably not a task that you prioritize mentally because you're still struggling to get through it. Even though you've given yourself the deadline and you know that you can finish it without within that amount of time. But if you find that like you give yourself a hard deadline of like six o'clock and you actually finish like a little early, you weren't distracted and you had like fun working on it, then you know that that's a task that you enjoy. That's something that moving forward you sh- you can like do more. You can even push 
farther and give yourself less time to accomplish, you know? So it shows you what you prioritize. And then when coupled with those priorities leads to just insane productivity and really avoids procrastination in like the best way. Yeah. I feel actually thinking about it as we're talking about this, it's just popped in my mind, but I feel like I've implemented this today a little bit. You guys will be proud of me because (laughs) I had a couple hours. I mean, I don't know if this necessarily goes along with this so much, but I think to a certain degree it does. I had like a couple hours free this morning. I really didn't have anything to do um, in terms of like work or anything I really needed to get done. So I just sat down and I read a book actually for a couple hours. And uh, yeah, made a lot of progress on it. Dylan actually finally gave me Harry Potter to start reading and I've been reading that. Hey, (laughs) I was like, I want to, I want to read this. And I read like a third of the book. So, I made That's some progress, awesome. and then instead, I ended up reading for like three hours, cause or something like that. I think wow. it was like I gave myself like a couple hours to do it, but then I kept reading. So it's cool. Wow, how is it so far? So good. It's literally like word for word of the movies. So I'm, you know, for <laughs> <laughs> listening, yeah. I've never read any of these books. And I've watched the movies probably, you know, like so so many times. Each of them, um, I'm a fan definitely, but. I've never read the books and everybody thinks that's so backwards because everybody's like, you have to read the books first and then see the yeah. movies. <laughs> but I'm a visual person. So I was like watching the movies and then I go back and watch the books or read the books. Not watch the books. <laughs> um, I did the same thing with hunger games. I watched the movies first and then I went back and read the books. And honestly, I kind of enjoy that because for me, it puts like, I know the point of reading the books is to like use your own imagination of what it might look like. But for me, like, I'm reading the book back right now, like Harry Potter, and I'm picturing Diagon Alley, and I'm picturing Hagrid, and I'm picturing how he talks, and I'm picturing Gringotts and the bank and, like, all the stuff he does in the beginning when, you know, Harry goes to Hogwarts. And I can see all of that as it is portrayed in the movie, and I kind of like that. I kind of like putting those connections together. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And I, I know for the... When I went back and read it recently, like just over winter break or then yeah. early winter quarter this year, I I remember reading the first book especially. I, I I had the thought as well that oh my gosh, this is exactly so similar exactly. to the movie. It's so similar. And I think for the first book, it's the first book is short enough that mm. it seems they they just use that primarily as the guide the for the movie because oh, yeah. because it it. Uh, is short enough to that they can fit almost every scene in the book in the movie. Of course, they're not going line by line, sure. but, but close noticed, enough, honestly. Yeah, there's a couple little things they add in right in the yeah. books because you can embellish more in the books than you can in the movies, but, but still, yeah. Yeah, but then in and definitely in the other books, it they get more detailed, okay. of course, because uh, they're a little longer. Sure. Or not even or somewhat longer, but um, yeah, definitely they move... There's the movie still, I think, a very good representation. The Harry Potter movies are a pretty good representation of the book, but uh, you get a lot more in the book, and especially in the other books. So, yeah, that makes excited sense. for you to read them. Glad you're yeah, enjoying. Yeah, I'm excited it. too. Yeah, that's so funny. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Our poor attempts at a British accent for you. <laughs> That's um, sick, though. You're going to be reading all yeah. eight books by in no time. All I know. Exactly. And I feel like that will kickstart me getting back into this reading because 
as as you know that's like one of my goals this year and I have not been doing a very good job um with it which I keep telling you know what I keep telling myself Dill is uh because Dylan last year kind of did something similar <laughs> he, like, yeah. he did not read very much in the first like five or so months <laughs> yes. and then the last half of the year he really killed it and ended up reaching his goal yeah so because of Parkinson's like, you know law what? yeah exactly so yeah, I'm like I'll get it done I just need a kickstart <laughs> You give yourself a year yeah. to read 52 books and it'll take a year. If you give yourself a month exactly. to read 52 books, yeah, it'll take it, a month. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> That's so true. 52 That's so books true. In a month. Actually, this is such a great tie-in, yeah, because literally I feel like I have so much time, so I'm pushing it off. And I do that with everything. So I need to mm-hmm. I need to give myself deadlines. Yeah. So I'm going to finish um, Harry Potter by the end of this week. <laughs> See, that's a, that's a great. That's great. That's perfect. You can let you can yeah, well, you can physically do it, and now yeah. you just have that deadline. You know you can do it. You got this. Okay, and, my next uh, podcast. I'll update you. Also, with that, um, uh, Chase, I know you just misspoke. You said there were eight books. There are in fact seven. There books, are seven obviously. books. Yeah. Oh, there are eight movies. movies. Oh eight no. Movies. Yeah. Um, Chase. No worries. No, no worries. It's only on because part one, part two. You know, it, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I we know we know you're a big fan. Look, it's. It's it was an honest mistake honest because mistake. of the eight movies. It confused you. We yeah, know. but still, you had to you had to make the correction. Well, we have to you clear know, that up. I can't couldn't let that go. No chance. <laughs> he can't. Think let I can that just let that by? Because if I world. let that by, then I'm involved. Then I'm yes, implicated right. in you this. Are, you <laughs> are implicated in it. It's almost like a crime. It really <laughs> yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm just too much of the movie person when it comes to Harry Potter. I read the book so long ago. Yeah, no, I know. So, so, so I am long ago. Dude, the thing is, you're you're visualizing the way that the movies are, but even the movies right. are wrong, according to J.K. Rowling. Really? Have you heard like all the things that she said? Like, like she's just making things up about Harry Potter. Well, I have already noticed that Ron is a very different description in the books, and Hermione a bit. Like, they, they did not cast perfectly. Like, they're close close no but i mean like literally like jk rowling in recent years has come out and said that like hermione's a guy or that <laughs> like harry was black or like all of these crazy things really and, yes and i'm dead serious wait what i have not seen any of these really wait, but it's, that's not how she describes them at all no but it, this is a real thing like she's actually just come out and just started saying things retroactively what and a lot of people really hate it it's a just to like like add in for for one thing a lot of the things she says it's like to add in diversity after she's already written them and it's just like not in the first place it's this whole thing it's this whole thing that makes me mad i don't like and (laughs) and she's she's done it a lot with a lot of things like literally in interviews someone would be like asking about a character and they're like oh i mean i never I never claimed that Hermione was a girl. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you kidding me? Yes, yeah, like, she I'm, did. I'm, I just I'm read literally, that I'm literally being. Wait, that's so weird. <laughs> all kinds of things, man. I just have seen so much about it yeah. ever since um the movies came out. Interesting. Wow. Well, I'm still gonna enjoy them. Definitely. She can't do. stop me from enjoying enjoying them the yeah. way I want to enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She, yeah they're amazing yeah but 
But Oliver, I'm very happy that you are getting into this reading. So what was your original goal? If we can go back to this. Uh, yeah, uh, 25. 25 in the year. Yeah. How far through it are you? Um, let's see. Uh, about two twenty-fifths. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> two or three? Well, no. I mean, like, I'm like halfway through like a couple of books. But I didn't finish them yet, so <laughs> I've started a few, and now I've started Harry Potter again. But yeah, we'll see. I'll get it. I'll get it done. I'm telling you guys, I'm gonna get it done. You got this. Heck yeah, get it done. You guys are keeping me accountable. You know, that's all that matters. For keeping ourselves accountable, I am not. I am not on course for my goal with YouTube. Really? I'm like seven videos short, or or something like that. So. My, my plan is How? to add those in at the end of the year. Because I like, I like having three videos a week, and I'm on like a really good schedule now to get that done. And I, I, the thing that will happen is like over time, I, I will probably miss a day every week or a few weeks every, or every few weeks in the future. But uh, my goal is to like at one point just drop in like a whole playlist to make up for it. That's how important this goal is. I don't think that's yeah. necessarily like smart, like to do on YouTube. Yeah. But I really want, like, I think that's something that I can do to get this goal done, and um, yeah. still like be posting like good content. It'll just be a playlist of things that are interconnected. Um, so I'll just drop it in all at once, um, and see how that see how that does. But like, that's how important the goal is, and I think I can do it when the time comes. Yeah. Once I'm in again, I'm on a really good schedule now. Um, we talked about schedules a few weeks ago, and I've got mine pretty much down. Um, combined with Parkinson's Law, I've, I traded a video, and it was like fully ahead of schedule, and got it scheduled at like 24 hours before the actual video goes up. And I was like, boom, wow. boom, uh, boom. What, smack your hands together. Is that, what, is, what is this, this motion right here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please, He's like doing you know, the like... I don't even know how to describe it. You're like, um, your you're like wiping off. your hands off wiping after you're hands. all done with the, the work, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like brushing your, shul- brushing your shoulder off kind of thing yeah, like exactly. with your hands. I did yeah. that like immediately after. So yeah. legendary status. I love it. I love having this schedule and working with it. It's so much fun. Good. Yeah, Chase, that's that seems to be a, a – your YouTube seems to be a really good example of the of Parkinson's Law being applied because – for you, there are no, there's no external force providing yeah. a deadline on you. It's all internally motivated and all just yeah. a system that you've created saying you want to post three times a week. And there's nothing really holding you to that outside of um, yourself and then accountability from others potentially. It's but true. There's no, there's no school saying you have to have this done or no no companies saying you have to finish this by this day and so have you found that's harder to make sure it gets done because of that it's a different world and the answer the short answer would just be yes yeah i mean it's harder to just feel like 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 when i had an assignment for school right i would just i would need to do it by midnight or it would get no credit and it's like now there's a lot more leeway with things. If I post a YouTube video late because I was editing it late, it's not like it won't get any views or like it'll even right. be 
it's even impossible to say whether or not that's actually beneficial for the video, you know, because YouTube is, is, you know, kind of random. It, it's, it's impossible for me to say that a couple hours of extra editing is actually going to make the video perform worse. You know what I'm mm. saying? So in fact, yeah. it's yeah. like even there, are even sometimes where you wonder if you're making like the right decision, it's impossible to know. So it's definitely harder to, to stay on top of that. Because like you said, the source of motivation is internal and if I don't succeed, I'm only failing myself, whereas otherwise, and for pretty much the entire first part of my life, it's like, I guess, yes, you're failing yourself when you don't turn in an assignment, but you're also, you know, failing the teacher that gave you that hard deadline. You're failing multiple, like your parents or something, if it's a big, important assignment that you just don't do. So it's, it definitely changes and shifts the blame. And I've definitely found it to be a lot harder to stay on top of that especially when it is something like youtube where again posting a couple hours late in the long in the long run like that doesn't it's not going to really matter so i've definitely struggled with it a lot it's something that i've been heavily working on the last week and a half specifically and just trying to get into the system of actually being ahead um all, I, I not since my first week on YouTube have I had like a bank of videos ready to be edited and posted right away. Every mm-hmm. every single video since then has been record, edit, publish all as quickly as possible because if I don't, I'm not going to get a video up in time. And I haven't posted multiple videos because after a while it was just really stressful to actually do all of that one after another, one after another, post right away. Yeah. And it was so stressful that I decided if I'm ever feeling that stressed by this, I just shouldn't put the video out because it, that has a negative effect on the quality of the video. And so I decided to just cut that out. And obviously that's negative as well because now I'm just, I just wasn't posting videos. So in the last week and a half, things have just been com- completely, completely different. Everything has kind of been flipped on its head. And so it's getting better, but it's still a big issue. It's a long-winded mm. response, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. But I think over time, too, you'll start to get into your groove with it, you know? Exactly. It just, it's going to take trial and error, and you're going to have to figure out what works best for you and how to do it so you don't burn out and how to do it so you can still stick to that schedule and to exactly. get it out the way you want to. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think that what we've talked about today with this um, concept uh, is helpful and i think it's definitely like dylan said you're putting it into effect more so than really anything else with what we're doing because you have to you have to give yourself the deadline regardless if it's a week out or not you know that is still giving yourself that deadline so another thing and this might be interesting to you too because you're like kind of you know dylan you're just a wee little junior but oliver you're about to (laughs) a wee junior you're about to enter this this time where things are on your own shoulders for the first time ever I like I really mean that. I thought I thought I knew what that meant, but now I now I really do. Now that this that motivation yeah. is just fully internal. But what I've what I've really learned, um, damn, what was I just gonna say? I lit. Oh, wait. Let me let me find this. Let me find this. You lost it. Right <laughs> yeah, I lost the it. He lost the thought. Um, it was it was right right there i the just lost lost into the <laughs> void oh I hate that. it That's was the so worst. good I hate that so much. 
were just talking about, uh, you know, finding your own motivation, you know, carrying yourself on your own shoulders out of college. It's going to come to him, guys. It's going to come to him. I believe in you, Chase. You're awful. You're trying to give some advice to Oliver or something. I know, and it it was advice for like like both of you, and it was something that I've learned. It was was a good sent. It was a good sentiment. He remembers all the features. Yeah. Seeing this, I've been learning. I've taking. I'm taking a class this quarter. It's a psychology class about learning, learning and memory. Yeah. And it's such a cool class. I really. It's uh, just like learning how memory systems work. I, has been really interesting. I've enjoyed it a lot. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so how do they work, though? Tell us everything. Well, <laughs> see right here. See right here, uh, Oliver. We haven't uh, we haven't yet learned about forgetting. Mm. Or I forget so we if we have. I forget if we've learned about forgetting. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. We haven't. We haven't. I know. I know for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, so I can't can't exactly explain what's happening in Chase's brain right now. But here, here you give what I'm thinking. So Chase has his 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 context, right? The context he's thinking focus. of he he has <laughs> Chase, just don't listen to this. Don't listen to this. Okay, uh uh C over here. C has uh the 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 features of this event that he's thinking of and but just the connections aren't strong enough in either his hippocampus then connected to his his medial temporal lobe. And where this information is stored, either those like those connections aren't exactly fully formed, or so he can't recall the specific event. That's that's potentially what could be happening. Mm, or, it, and but it was also probably in working memory because which is like the short term memory, as people say, because he was he was about to describe it, but then it somehow got lost. He must have gotten distracted for a second, or something happened to. Uh, make it lost from his working memory, <laughs> and now he took off his headphones yeah, because he doesn't really want to listen to what I'm saying because You're I was distracting him. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here we are. You know, I was just trying to stall time, stall some time for him by explaining my psychology concepts. But he still oh. hasn't put his headphones on, so I don't oh. know where he is. He's gone. He's gone. So oh, we're leaving. We're leaving all of that in, right? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. All right, I'm. I'm with <laughs> lost. I'm lost. I, also, if any, uh, if any psychologists are listening to this, I'm sorry if I butchered that. I, yeah. you know, no, I'm just I in an intro class. Look, I'm, on the... I'm learning. I'm learning. Come on, I no, just yeah, started to form those really connections. Good. Yeah, it sounded, sounded well, thanks. pretty accurate to me for <laughs> someone who is not um, a certified psychologist. Uh, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, while you're thinking, Chase, I, you know, going off of your initial point of like, uh, regardless of the advice or not, I think what um you're alluding to is like i'm graduating right and uh this this summer gonna have to start kind of putting in um kind of this idea of parkinson's law and and implementing my own um intrinsic motivation to do these things like you are with youtube and i think that the three of us can work together on this especially with our goal to work on project today this summer which i'm super excited about um but i think we can give ourselves these deadlines and try to like you know keep ourselves motivated that way too and i think that'll help us get um a lot of work done because i I know it's going to be a challenge to a certain extent um you know all three of us are 
best friends and we're going to want to just have fun and do, but we're still going to have to put in the work, you know? And I think finding a balance of that is going to be really interesting, but also we could use some of these things to help us probably. Totally agreed. And it'll, it'll be made more manageable by us all trying to do it together and holding each other accountable as you're saying. Exactly. So that'll help. Chase, did that jog anything for you or? Dude, I'm blanking. This is really <laughs> embarrassing. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay. When it well, will, it'll come back to him and we'll tell you guys yeah. next week. It will come back yeah, to or, me. That's the worst part. I'm going to like Chase, listen when you, to this podcast. When you think of it, you can you can record the outro this week and you can add it into the outro. I was just going to say that, Dill. Yeah. God, great minds think alike. Right. We're going to have to edit there the podcast go. and then like send it to me and I'll hear it. And I'm remembering like little buzzwords around it. Oliver was saying, um, like, so you won't burn out. Do this and that. Ugh. It's See, those funny. are cues. Those are funny. cues in my. I'm uh, so upset. Logical description. Yeah. Usually a cue like there's usually a cue within the. It comes back quick. Like I feel like for me when I go blank like that, I get it back just by retracing. Like somebody just says like that keyword, but I guess we haven't said that keyword yet. Dude, maybe I'm just getting too old. Maybe, maybe you're just getting too old for this nonsense. <laughs> it's onset of early and five dementia. Months, four months. Dude, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 52. <laughs> I don't know about you. He's feeling okay, 102. Guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chase, hopefully, you know, some <laughs> a break this week. You'll can jog your memory hopefully there's an yeah. outro where i remember it <laughs> yeah, if there isn't if you guys know i never people remembered <laughs> if the outro is not of chase's voice you know he did not remember <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah so hopefully hopefully you hear chase's voice yeah. okay well thank you for listening to this episode uh, uh we hope you're apply parkinson's law learn something here and apply that to your own life because we think it can be very helpful yeah sorry again um, for my audio Sorry again for my memory. The AirPod mic. Feels so bad, the AirPod mic. <laughs> what if this actually works really well? And I'm just apologizing for nothing. Revolution. It's really, really good. It's definitely Audio. possible. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, all right. Cool. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. And we'll see you soon. What's up, guys? It's Chase. It's me. And get this. I remembered. What I was trying to say earlier is that in this journey, in this time of me being able to be autonomous and make my own decisions and create my own schedules, I've really learned the importance of having things that are under my control. And I really don't enjoy being beholden to things that are outside of my control. So the easiest way to explain this is when I film YouTube videos, I basically need sunlight streaming in from my window in order to be able to record and I can't record at night because of that I can only record in like a five-hour window during the middle of the day and if it's if, it, if I can't record in that time then I'm screwed and so that's one of those things that it's just out of my control and I just don't like having those things it basically takes away freedom from me and takes away the ability for me to actually create my own schedule even though there's no outside organization pushing me so something that I want to do more in the future and something that I'm just really interested in expanding upon this thought is making everything around me within my control as much as I possibly can and something that I hope Dylan and Oliver can learn um, quicker than I did at least that surrounding themselves with things that are within their control just kind of makes life 
easier. So there you go. Uh, there was a lot of build up to that. It probably wasn't worth it. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a super fun one to record. Honestly, one of our favorites in a long time. And we will all see you guys next week with another great episode of the Project Today podcast. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. And we'll see you all next week.